Enough already. When you've had enough of not feeling enough, come here to connect to your knowing that you are more than enough. Hello and welcome to another episode of Enough Already. And that's what you are, of course. I'm just reminding you, you are so enough already. And today, I have a beautiful dear friend and also my VA, and I'm hearing a lot of you going, what's a VA? A VA is a virtual assistant and Kylie lives over the other side of Australia, West Australia. I'm in East Australia and yet we work side by side. She is my incredible wingwoman online and also a dear, dear friend. And I thought, why not while Kylie is here? Because she has driven 11 days in her beautiful bus called Beryl and her gorgeous dog, Hazel, and herself all the way across Australia to come and visit me. And we get to spend three days together. So here we are in real life, in real time. I love that Kylie always has her tongue in cheek. She is a virtual assistant from Virtual Sanity. And I love this is what she says in her Instagram bio. So I'm going to read it to you because I love it. A virtual assistant caretaking your back-end task overload. (laughs) Welcome, Kylie Harvey. Thank you, Kelly, and thank you for having me in your home. No, it's so good to have you here. I love it, and I love that I've got your beautiful Hazel here as well because my kids are just in dog heaven. It is just the most beautiful thing to be witnessing. Oh, I know. Isn't it cute? So I thought today I have given you no preamble of what I thought we could dive into because I didn't want you to overthink. And so I thought, let's just jump right in with when we're talking about enough already, and we're talking about the journey of worthiness, and we're talking about the journey of of feeling deserving. Here you are as a woman with your dog, getting in a bus and traveling. What was this adventure for you? As in, was this a seed, a dream, a vision? Why does it matter to you? And why I want to speak about that is because I think so often, um, especially as women who are like empty nesters where kids have moved on and there's a whole new chapter of life, this idea of still setting ourselves dreams and adventures and knowing that they can come to fruition So I want to start there. I want to start with what is this adventure for you and why now and, like, how? How did it happen? All right. Well, it's been a long time in the making. So the bus dream started 11 years ago because it was my 40th birthday that um, my partner and I had a little holiday for my 40th and we hired a um, motorhome. It was just a high ace. And I freaking loved it. I loved being able to just go wherever we wanted but still sort of have all the stuff and all the things and it was all just there. I'm a real homebody at heart. And to be able to take your home and just explore new places, things, it just, oh, it felt so exciting to me. So I set a plan that by my 50th birthday, we would knuckle down and save and buy a coaster bus. Wow, so 10 years. 10 years. Yep. Religiously. Every week, money went aside. Wow. So admittedly in my mind, I question whether it would really ever happen Mm -hmm. because, you know, is it really? It'd be nice, you know, all the things. What a pipe dream. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But life got a little bit crazy. But that dream of the bus just never left me. And my kids have gone, 
um, not gone, gone. They're still around, but not <laughs> in my chair. They're not, not in my nest. They're not in my nest anymore. <laughs> and um, you know, this bus dream, it was, it, it was just going to happen. I didn't know how, but it was going to happen. And um, yep, sure enough. We got our bus. Wow. And it's the chipping away. That's the thing, isn't it? It's the chipping away. And as you say, I think, I don't know if the community listening right now can can resonate with this idea of having a through line or something that's pulling you, some adventure that's calling you that never goes away. Because I heard you saying no matter what happened in life, shit went up, it went down, it went sideways, the dream stayed. Yeah. And so what's it like to be on the other side of the dream? Oh, it getting this bus was it was kind of like confirmation that it can happen. Mm. That yeah, chip, 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 and at the end of it, you can be rewarded. And it's taken, it's taken work, it's taken um stubbornness, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just wanted it so badly, so, so badly. Have you noticed that as a theme in your life? When you want something really badly, you'll dig your heels in and you'll make it come to fruition? Not always. Not always. I can, up until the past few years, I've really just really dug deep. And so what does that mean? Like what changed for you in the last few years? What's the digging deep? I lost myself for a long time. Yeah. Um, And in the process, I'll get emotional. Mm -hmm. Um, I lost myself um, just in life. Menopause, which I wasn't aware of, absolutely fucked me over. Language yeah. warning. And how um, long? How long for are you? Are you saying like what? I would say probably years. Years. Yeah. Of feeling lost and feeling like powerless in menopause. Absolutely, just powerless in life. Yeah. Yeah, and just very, very unhappy. Yeah. And but at the same time, I'm still putting this money aside every right. week for my for my bus. Yeah. Um but really lost myself and woke up one morning, I can tell you the date, it was the 2nd of November 2019, and woke up and just thought, enough, enough already. Mm -hmm. Like, this is shit. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be like this anymore. Mm -hmm. And so I... um, and, like, I don't want to feel like this anymore in my own skin. I don't want this environment I'm in. Like, is this what we're meaning? Like the whole Everything. Caboodle. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I just set on a path to, I guess, find myself. Um, what is that Find moment? my I know. Yeah, like, what is that moment? I just like, want to. Why now? You know, I know. I know. I know. The 2nd of November 2019. Yeah. There was some stuff going on um, with others in my life. And I was watching it and I just thought it was really sad. And then I was like, far out, girl. How about taking a look at what's going on in your life? Mm. So, um, yeah, so from there I've just picked myself up and and started gathering tools. And part of that very quickly from that decision was an invitation to attend a retreat, which is where I met you. Yep. And 
that just opened my mind to so many different ways of doing things, realising how conditioned I am in my life um, and just making changes and integrating different ways of being and, and seeing the world and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so an awakening of sorts. I know that sounds wankering. Totally. But it is, isn't it? Yep. And it's it's interesting that you say that, you know, the stubbornness for the dream continued. That was like maybe your soul calling you to the direction. But then what we need day-to-day is functional tools to make changes, and that comes through our, you know, being with our perceptions, being with our belief system, knowing our values, knowing what our needs are and where our needs are not being met and then being willing to receive our needs. Yeah. And as well, as well, what we talked about this morning when we were going for a walk is appreciating what is. Exactly. And, look, I didn't even know what my values were. Yeah. You know, I think I'd gotten to a point I didn't even really know what I wanted. Well, that's what's losing yourself yeah. is, isn't it? Yeah. You know, what What are my values? Mm. So So what do you value? Do you know? Um. I value honesty, mm-hmm. um, authenticity, mm-hmm. you know, which is honesty really. Mm-hmm. I value fun. Adventure. Adventure. And I didn't think I was an adventurous person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Turns out I am. Well, I mean, let's also <laughs> visit, and I'm sure you won't mind me sharing this with the audience, um, and if you do, then we can edit it out because <laughs> um, you're going to edit this I'll edit it out. <laughs> Also, I remember a time when you and I were working together and I brought in this idea that your undercurrent is a sense of calm. Mm. And so, you know, not realising that adventure is part of your spirit, but also realising that calm, the undercurrent of calm is actually your innate nature. Yeah, and that was, what is this? I mean, I can remember saying you, I said, I just feel calm. It's so weird. It's it's so weird when our nervous system clicks into its its natural nature, yeah. but our conditioning, as you said, is for us to be in fight or flight or depression or repression. And so then when you're all of a sudden sitting back and leaning into, actually, I feel good and calm and life feels simple, mm. that can be, even for some people, uh, they'll run a mile from that. And interestingly enough, you know, that came at a time when my life was, everything around me was quite chaotic, a lot going on in my personal life. Um, And, yeah, this undercurrent of calm, and that was what was so strange. Mm -hmm. And it just felt so foreign. Now um, I'm feeling it most of the time. Mm -hmm. Like I get now it's the opposite. I get my moments of overwhelm where I used to feel overwhelmed nearly all the time. Yeah. Now it just pops up and go, oh, hello. And now I get to stop. Yeah, and you can stay curious with it, right? Mm. It's like I know Hayley Carr, she says that idea of, oh, well, th- this is interesting, just bringing in that question of like, well, this feels interesting. Oh, there's that old friend. Like for me it's anxiety. You call it overwhelm. It's like, wow, okay, I know this and I know I don't need to attach myself to this. It's a feeling that can move through me yeah. and I have the tools to centre and anchor myself back into my natural nature, which is calm, you know, and this becomes a, your practice. Yeah. It's not like life is going to be any less chaotic. It can be, of course, through the eyes that we look through it yeah. with and we can begin to to field out. But what I find so interesting with what you're talking about with your dream is this idea of time. And I know we talked about this today too because you have a tattoo that represents some stuff around time. But 
we're so attached in especially the self-development world and this constant now trend around quantum physics and quantum leaps and all these things about things happening immediately you know with our phones we can text each other straight away we get a response if we don't get a response then you know we're used to this faster pace yeah when actually things take time yep yeah and that's okay Mm -hmm. and I used to have a pattern of of thinking that I wanted something but then by the time I could have it I didn't want it anymore and I'm like oh and it was I almost got to a point where it's like oh what's the point because you you dream it you wish it but then by the time you get it you don't want it so why bother right and I really fell into that I think it was not trusting myself or but I guess through working with you and just learning that it's also okay to change your mind yes and that has just been a huge, huge lesson. Permission to change your mind. If you were listening to this episode <laughs> for a sign, you now have the permission to change your mind. And it's so huge because we're in a culture where we're institutionalised and we're institutionalised for a set amount of time, yeah. right? And also it's the same with marriages and all these commitments we make that it's like, wait a minute, I'm now a different person who makes different choices due to the choices I've already made. There's no wrong choices, but that now means that I'm expanding myself and opening myself up to the journey, yeah. which means I might start something and I may never finish it, but it doesn't mean anything about me. It, it just means I'm at the point now where this is this is the finish yeah. for me of where I'm at. But what's beautiful is to see that this decade commitment to the bus journey and now you're on the other side of it, it kind of blows that out of the water, doesn't it? Yeah. Of like uh, this is something that you're going to see through. Yeah, so wild and I have yeah and you are yeah it's so great and so let's talk a little bit about alongside that dream probably the last three years I'd say is was the desire to also be remote in your work and um your your career over the last decade has really been like mortar and brick what do they say brick and mortar absolutely you know like solid in the location that you're in air quote secure secure thank you yeah absolutely you know what's coming in week by week and then there's this calling this yearning talk to me about what that was to step away from that model and move into creating your own virtual assistant work which by the way that wasn't your past career this is a whole new career and a whole new skill set but then to also be, in a way, your sole trader, right? So yes. that's new too. Yes. Talk about the inkling, like what was the inkling? <laughs> to work for myself was never something I really wanted to do mm-hmm. because I liked the security. I liked knowing that I was going to get a paycheck every week. Um, but good old COVID just went and showed me that this secure job is not secure anymore. And although, you know, I didn't lose my job, it re- I was threatened with the mandates, but it just really highlighted to me that nothing is secure. And so and what I, do I want? Yeah. Nothing is secure. Okay. So what do I want? And, and just hitting that age, you know, you hit the 50 and it's like I think with every zero, um, you just start dropping your fucks all over the place, really. You just it's stop giving a fuck. Yeah. So So um, when you stopped giving a fuck, what was the questions you started asking yourself? What do I really want? And what am I prepared to to do to get it? And it's been scary going out on my own. And I am still employed, so I am building this 
alongside my employment, which I am slowly cutting down my hours. So I'm incrementally doing it. So I'm not taking this massive leap of faith, really. I am. There's still fear. Yeah. um, But there's also trust. Mm -hmm. But that's also what I find is this whole idea of like leap of faith and I'm walking away from this and into this. I think this idea of bridging that and supporting ourselves through that, that's what my work is about, is about offering people tools and support that's consistent as they move through something that's fearful or shameful or new for them. And so having that, it's nothing to um, like poo-poo, you know, mm. I think really knowing how to um uh, what's the word, like padding, the padding around the big changes we're making mm. and the support that we make sure we're offering ourselves in our nervous system. Otherwise, imagine, imagine the pressure you would have put on yourself yeah. if you'd just gone, okay, I'm diving all in like that big highlight reel yeah. and I'm just going to do it. And then, you know, three weeks into it, holy shit. Right? Yeah. No, I just get nervous thinking about yeah. it. <laughs> And, I mean, who knows, you know, had things gone a different way, I might have been forced into doing that. Sure. Who knows? But, you know, I'm trusting myself now. So, you know, they say back yourself. It's easy to say, but shit, it's hard to do. Yeah, so how do you know you're trusting yourself? Let's talk about that because I think when we're, when we're leaning into feeling enough, I think trust is a huge part and appreciation actually is a huge part of self. What's the tangible evidence in your life that you're trusting yourself more? That I'm not, um, I'm not giving in to the self doubt and the fear, yeah, um, and and just keep coming back to what I want, and with every decision, um, is this going to get me closer to what I want, or is it going to leave me exactly where I am now, or take me a step backwards? So, so really, there's a commitment to expansion. There's a commitment to moving forward and there's a commitment to being with the fear and the doubt but not being attached to it. That's right. That's what trust feels like for you. And not being attached when things don't go quite right and not, um, and it's hard, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's nice to hear. It's nice to hear the like what it feels like for you because I think as well in the self-development world we can throw around like, you know, don't let self-doubt sabotage you and be more trusting of who you are. Trust yourself. But it's true. (laughs) But a lot of people perhaps sit in the how. And I think the journey knowing you and working with you and working alongside you is allowing yourself to practice this doesn't feel good what do I actually want here that consistent you know and I want to ask about expression um how has that helped you in the last couple of years because I know you've been in some expression spaces with me the corner which is the group program which actually was created by a yearning that you had which I loved you jumped into my inbox and was like I have this yearning this is what it looks like what do you think and I created it and now there's been six corners. So I'm so grateful to you for stepping forward and asking for what you need. Great things, audience, are created when you actually jump into the circles, your world, your partnerships, asking for what you need, being really clear. So what has that gifted you being able to express yourself? Oh, I guess feedback from others. Um, And I don't want to say validation, but essentially that's what it is. Yeah. 
Um, in some people's human design, though, that's a huge piece mm. of what they require and not in the sense of like, you know, tall poppy, tell me who I am, egoic, actually just simple feedback, like you said, through the form of validation. Yeah, and just different way of looking at things and questioning and using my voice because I've really struggled with that my entire life. You know, we, I was brought up, you know, you, you, you do as you're told, you know, you speak when you're spoken to, that, you know, that, that sort of thing and just, um, yeah, finding my voice and, and not even trusting it. Like I wouldn't, I feel so much better just jumping in now and like I don't even know where this is going to go. This could be a complete shit show, but it's still okay. Mm. And to hear, um, I know when I started with you, I was very concerned about how articulate I was and, and I was just, oh, my God, this is not going to make any sense. And to, to be able to listen back and go, ah. Oh, Right. Like I just got to call myself out on my own bullshit. So cool. Yeah. So just awareness and. Yeah. And I know you and I have talked about this off mic before, and it's also the normalisation when you're with a group of women and you witness others speaking and expressing what's inside of them and unburdening and unfurling and just what that gifts you when you're in a group space with like oh we all have the same feelings really yeah. um just in a different cocoon and also a safe space to disagree absolutely you know oh, we, through the height of covid and everything yeah. great conversations yeah yeah that were diverse yeah yeah just on so many levels and it was still okay for me to be maybe one in six that thought a different way absolutely. had a different opinion and I would normally just shrink away. They're not my people, mm -hmm. you know, I don't belong here. But I've actually, you know, been able to use my voice and go, yeah, well, yeah. I don't know. I mean, and maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? Maybe next week I'll be like, and that has happened. Yeah. You know, the number of times I'm like, yeah, nah, no. Two weeks later I'm like, yeah, okay, that's just landed. I get it. So to be able to be in your process. Yes, and to allow that, whereas I would normally be like, I've got to know now and I've learned even through the simple studies in my human design, which is very surface level, um, learning that I do need a little bit of time to process. Yeah. And that that's okay. Yeah, it's true. It's, oh. Yeah, and, I mean, that's the other thing I think when we're being institutionalised, we need to have the answer there and then. Mm. And for some of us, that's just not how our brain works and how our process and filtration system actually because what you do so beautifully is you filter the shit out and actually come through with the clarity. So if there's any BS, you'll find it, you'll filter it out and you'll come, you know, you'll come clean, which is so great. Um, and that takes for you just a little bit of time. Mm. Um, but I love this idea of loving curiosity and it, it really is that when we come together as a group of women in the corner, it, it, there is pure love and pure curiosity and then what that means is there's potent, potency in our availability to turn up as individuals. Yeah. But servicing the whole. Yeah. Yeah. It's really wild. So what now? Like what now for Kylie? Well, I've got no freaking idea. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> you know, building my VA business, um, freedom of time and space, which is really what I've been focusing on with the bus. Yeah. But in a nutshell, I don't know. Yeah. And very out of 
normal, Kylie, I'm okay with that. Yeah. And do you feel found now after feeling so lost? Yeah, I do. What's yeah. that like? Well, it's calming. Mm. Um, it's exciting. Mm. Yeah, and there's emotion there. Yeah, there is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you want to thank yourself for? For getting curious mm-hmm. and um, facing fear. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for facing the fear. It's um, it's big to to dig, as you said, and the digging is um. Almost, I'm almost seeing hazel right now, you know, like when a dog digs, mm. it can be done not with this heavy, you know, like, fuck, this is work. It can be done when you find the right support systems. Yep. It can be done with that base level calm. And it actually needs to be, your nervous system needs to be in a place where you're open to curiosity. Yeah. And it can be done with time. Oh, absolutely. There's no urgency about it. Yeah. And I really see that in in you bringing this dream to fruition is like, you know, taking the foot off the pedal and literally you've got a bus that goes 90 kilometres an hour. So really being able to, you know, I know you've said this before, I don't feel like a patient person, but there is absolute patience to chipping away over this last decade to be here with me right now and patience with yourself to have come in your 50s to a newfound respect for how you work who you are, how you see the world, what you value, what your needs are. Life really does change when you tend to yourself. Yeah, and when you make a choice Mm -hmm. to make that happen. And, you know, the piece around the patience, I'm not a patient person, it's just one of God knows how many stories that are BS. That you got to prove wrong when you met yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm excited to see what the next decade will bring and what the next vision is that you're going to chip away at. And thank you for bringing your voice and your natural nature to this episode. And uh, if anyone wants to find you for VA services, which I can highly recommend, um, where do they go? Uh, Instagram at uh, Virtual Sanity. VA and imagery. I think there's some underscores in there, but yeah, I don't know they are. There, but it's easy yeah. to find. Yeah. I'll also pop it in the show notes. Yeah. And um, imagery, you're also doing photography as well, right? Yeah, that's more of a, a sideline, but it is okay. a little bit of a passion project. And it, that in itself was just the merging of the two is is a bit of a new thing. Yeah, cool. Um, and it's just bringing all parts of me together. So, yeah. So, well, I love all parts of you. Thank you. And um yeah, I'm just grateful you were here and that I get to spend some time with you and that we got to spend some time with the community through enough already. Thank you for being here, beautiful souls, and thank you, Kylie. Thanks, Kel. Love you so much. Bye, everyone. Haven't had enough already? Connect with me on Instagram at Kelly Coach.